Welcome to another episode of the show. My name is Imal Berrielli, and today we're going to be talking about artificial intelligence and its impacts on our profession as business analysts. Improve yourself on a daily basis and you will become an invaluable and high-performing member of your organization. Welcome to BA Blocks, the show for the motivated business analyst who's driven to sharpen their BA skills no matter where they are or what they're doing. All right, now if you're a member of our community and you've seen the last couple of live sessions that we've held, then you already have a pretty good idea of some of the things that I'm gonna be talking about here. But for the non-members out there, this is something you really need to pay attention to because this is one trend that has the potential to completely revolutionize our profession as business analysts. And moving forward, there is going to be a huge divide between the business analysts who choose to adopt this tool for their benefit and those who choose to ignore it. Now, the IT industry is full of buzz and trends, and I'm normally very good at picking out the valuable trends that have long-lasting impacts on our profession versus the ones that are just marketing tactics that are used to sell products. And in this episode, I'm gonna give you a crystal clear understanding as to why I believe that this is going to be a complete game changer for business analysts. Our members and I have spent four workshops testing out the tool in different business analysis scenarios and the outcomes have completely astounded me over and over again. In this episode, I'm going to give you a summary of all of the findings that we've had in our four last live sessions. I've also made the first two sessions available to the public on our YouTube channel, and I'll have links for you in the description of this episode for those two episodes. So you have the opportunity to see how ChatGPT functions, its potential for helping you to dramatically increase the output that you have as a business analyst. And my hope by releasing these episodes is that you'll see the tool as the major benefit to the profession that it can potentially be. All right, so take a look at the description for the links to the first two workshops that we had. But this episode is going to give you a full summary of all four of the workshops that we've held so far. The other thing I should also mention here is that our fourth workshop left off with a bit of a cliffhanger where we used it along with Visio to do a little bit of process mapping, but we're going to be continually meeting up regularly to continue down that path to see what the limitations of ChatGPT actually are. So far, I've seen one or two small limitations, but again, it has completely astounded me in its ability to produce summarized information in a format that is so, so readily usable as business analysts. All right, so without further ado, let's dive in and talk about the four scenarios that we applied it to. Scenario number one, we started off in our very first workshop by trying to learn a whole new domain using ChatGPT. And and so we essentially started that process by me asking it some very basic questions about the insurance industry. I asked it to just briefly describe what the insurance industry is and how it is structured. And it gave me a bullet point list of things that described the insurance business model in a clear way. And that list also gave 
us the opportunity to start drilling down into each of the different areas that it talked about. Regardless of how many questions we threw at ChatGPT, it was capable to return meaningful summarized information about the insurance industry. So that was the very first time I had used it. We did it in a live session together with the community members, but I had not used the tool on my own before that for these purposes. And so I was finding out in real time during this session about what its capabilities are. And it shocked me, but it also gave me a sense of excitement about its potential future. One of the other things we did in that session is that we switched gears completely and started to learn a little bit more about the sales domain. And just like our experience with the insurance domain, it laid out the sales processes that companies use to run their sales organizations in a way that's very easily understandable, even by entry level business analysts. It allowed us to start drilling down into each of the processes that it was outlining for us to a level where we started to get a very clear understanding of what the different roles inside a sales process are and how they function. So it started to lay out the basic, the basic structure of sales organizations. It started telling us what kind of people typically operate in sales. And it started telling us the activities that sales divisions typically perform in order to help them achieve their goals. And all of this information, again, in a very summarized, concise way, where as an analyst, if you're trying to learn a new domain, you can come in and very, very quickly get yourself ramped up and hit the ground running on a new project or on if you're, if you're a consultant working on a new client site, you can quickly use this tool to learn the domain that you're in and hit the ground running and start producing value a lot more quickly. So that was the first use case. Having been completely blown away by that experience, we took a couple of days break while I wrapped my head around what this tool was and what it was capable of. And then a few days later, we came back and started to use the tool to help us actually start writing some requirements for us. And again, just like the first session that we had, I asked it point blank, can you please write some requirements that I should include in my requirements document for this type of a project. And without hesitation, it started to make a list of the requirements in a requirements format. I knew right away as soon as I saw what it was producing that I could start to use those requirement statements as a baseline to start building on. And about halfway through the session, we started to ask it to actually start detailing out some of those requirements and writing those requirements out in user story format and again, without any hesitation, it said, certainly it started to basically chug along and write our user stories for us. Now, the thing it didn't do for us right away with the user stories is that it didn't give us the acceptance criteria and it didn't give us some of the other elements that are typically part of a user story. As a group in a workshop, we all kind of brainstormed a couple of ideas of what to ask it. Our next idea was to ask it to start producing some of those acceptance criteria for user stories. To my astonishment, it went through and gave us some acceptance criteria that we should consider. Now, was it specific to any customer that we have? No, but the level of intelligence that it was able to apply to give meaningful information that we could start to use as a baseline made it so much easier than starting from a blank sheet of paper or trying to gather 
information in different pieces of the organization to put together a straw man, right? So in that session, it made it abundantly clear to me that this as a tool is now going to absolutely have to be part of the tool set that I start to use as a consultant to make sure that I'm delivering the kind of value that my clients have been expecting from me up until now, but even magnifying that exponentially to uh, producing much, much more than what their expectations have even been in the past. After that session number two, and I walked away completely astounded at what its capabilities were in writing requirements. We took a couple of days more break as I started to think about different areas of business analysis and systems analysis that I need to applying this to. We circled back again in the third workshop where I had prepared a live SQL Server database window on one side, ChatGPT on the other side, and I asked ChatGPT to start writing me some queries. Now, at the beginning, it wrote some queries, but those queries were not related to the database that I have created for our SQL course. The thing that completely blew me away in this session was in its ability to actually learn the specific data model that I had set up and start to write queries specifically for that data model. I can't even understand how a system like this is capable of applying the level of intelligence that it has to come so close to something that it knows nothing about. To me, it felt like borderline magic at that point because some of the queries that it wrote matched the table names and the column names of the database that we've created for our course. There isn't a lot of people who know what that database looks like, but it had the capability to come very close. In some instances, it got the actual column names dead on. Now, I have a suspicion of how it's doing it because our database is structured in a way that uses naming conventions. So I believe that that's what it's actually applying. But the fact that it even thought to come up with the names of the columns inside of the queries that it's writing for us and those names match so closely to the tables that we actually have in our database. Again, it just, every time I doubted the fact that it was gonna be able to do something for me, it surprised me yet again. And I believe this third session was the biggest eye opener for me because I went into this really not expecting it to be able to do a whole lot and I walked out of that session with a profoundly different understanding of what this tool is, all right? That was session number three. So by this time, I'm totally convinced that this is the right tool. I'm on LinkedIn and I'm trying to convince everybody through my LinkedIn posts to make sure that they get their ChatGPT account now because by this third session, it has completely dawned on me that this is going to change everything for business analysts. And as I mentioned at the beginning of the show here, moving forward, there is going to be a huge divide between analysts who choose to adopt this tool to help them increase their output and those who choose to act as though it doesn't exist. And I'm going to encourage you in this episode, if you haven't already done so, to make sure you get your account, make sure you go on our YouTube channel and at least watch those first two episodes to see its actual capabilities in action in real time so that you can end up 
on the right side of that divide that's going to be coming down in our profession in the future, all right? In the fourth session that we had, I took a bit of a turn. In the, the fourth session was really dedicated around trying to see if we can get ChatGPT to help us build a process map. Now, it doesn't have process mapping capabilities. It doesn't produce any visuals, but I had my Microsoft Visio window open on one side and I had ChatGPT open on the other side. And we basically walked through the process of starting to assemble a swim lane process diagram in the format that I typically produce it for my clients using ChatGPT. That is where our members and I have left off in our exploration of this tool. I know that there are so many other areas of business analysis that this tool has the capability to help enhance in our profession. And I fully intend to continue with our live sessions with our members to continue exploring this and finding the ways in which business analysts need to start adopting this tool. I hope that you'll consider joining our community in the next enrollment window to take part in some of these sessions and start to get a clear idea of exactly what this tool is going to do for you. Now, I recognize that this has probably been the longest episode that I've recorded so far, but I'll repeat what I said to you at the beginning of the show. This is something you cannot afford to ignore. And your choice to ignore this tool as an asset for your profession is going to have a profound impact on your ability to deliver. I don't like making predictions about most trends, but I can tell you for certain, having gone through this experience of exploration, that this is different. 